Hey everyone, welcome to episode 109 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this podcast episode on a lovely Monday morning. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. As always, spoiler alert. And before we jump into this week's episode, just want to tell you right off the bat, please hit that like and follow button on the podcast, subscribe to us, whatever it's called. Um, leave us some comments down below. We'd love to hear from you. Engage, engage. It's the best way to get this podcast promoted. Thank you so much. And with that, let's yeah. jump right into it. Um, this week we watched a film of my choosing. Um, I, uh, and I was inspired to watch this film or to finally show Lee this film because it's been one of my back burner movies for a while was mm-hmm. because Lee had showed yeah, us, um, Rocketeer the week before, and the main female actress in that, what's her name? Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. I just loved her so much in that movie because I love her all in every movie she's in. Um, she is very good. Even nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. It triggered the memory of this movie uh, that uh, we're about to talk to, Career Opportunities, because she also stars as the female lead in that movie. And, yes. <clears throat> sorry, but yes. Um <laughs> Yeah, Career Opportunities is a lovely little rom-com, super simple. It's the late 80s, early 90s. We're kind of like, what are we? Like, It's like 91. I it think. hasn't, the 90s haven't fully solidified yet, so it still feels a little 80-ish. It's that beginning mm-hmm. of a decade that still feels like the last decade. Yes. Because a decade really doesn't find its own until about like two, three years in, and then you're like, all right, this is this decade. I mean, there's signs of it. There's definitely signs. It definitely you can be like oh, you, a little bit. Um, it definitely looks like early '90s. But it does feel like an '80s John Hughes movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, before we go too far into it, it uh, let me give you a little summary of it. Jim is the dorky son of a local cement contractor who lives at home and has no direction. Josie is the gorgeous daughter of a wealthy businessman who dreams of leaving town. They find they have a lot in common. <laughs> that was okay. That's, that's a pretty lame. That's a plot. Uh, plot. Um, there's here, here's a here's a little better one. Let me do this one instead. It's kind of the same, but it's a little more in depth. Jim is the dorky son of a local cement contractor who lives at home and has no direction. Josie is the d- gorgeous daughter of a wealthy businessman who dreams of leaving town. When Jim is locked inside a Target store on his first night as the overnight janitor, he discovers Josie, who who fell asleep while contemplating shoplifting. Now locked in together, the pair learns they have a lot in common. Little do they know that two petty criminals are on the lam and looking for a place to hide. Well, that's misleading because they're not petty criminals; they're murderers. They're straight up murderers. They yeah. shot like two people, at, like two Asian it's clerks at a, like a drug. Really store. jarring. Yeah, it's like because they're like so goofy and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> the movie is goofy. And but like dumb. they literally did the same thing that they did in that one movie that you showed me. Oh, uh, Menace. Menace to Society. Menace Society. <laughs> yeah, they did. It's um, fuck. Yeah, it's so fucked you know, up. Ha, ha, ha. Um, but yes, um, base that's a much better thing. Basically, that's what it is. Our main character is just mm-hmm. like that kid. It's like a few years after high school. He doesn't know what he wants to do. All of his friends have left or either are working. So he spends his day just spending, spinning lies to the local like middle yeah, schoolers to make himself feel better. And they think, and they worship him. They think he's so cool because he's the older kid. Of course. I mean, like he's the he, loser guy that you would, man yeah, he's point. the loser guy that, in high school that you would be like, you'd be like a freshman and you'd be, you would see a senior from the year before coming and having lunch. And you're like, what the fuck are they here? He's like, losers. A, he's like <laughs> the less cool version of Matthew McConaughey from dazed and confused. The guy still hangs well, out no, with high schoolers. Okay, okay. You mean, um, I would say he's the cooler one because he's not fucking high schoolers. And Matthew no, McConaughey uh-huh. is a pedophile. A little bit. Not a little bit. He's like 28 in the movie. And he does have that the famous line. He's been fucking him since he graduated. So he's been fucking children since he turned 18. They stay the same age. So I I don't know if you want to use the way I I am going to give it to you. He's a that better role, better actor, 
better movie. Eh, a little, I, it is. I love that movie. It depends on what you like. But, bro, I, I don't you know, know if he's it, a better person. Than it's this been guy. a while. This guy's just a straight loser. Yeah, he's he's just, talking to middle school boys. I mean, I dork. guess you can still fuck little middle school boys, but like, he's not doing he's, that. He's just a loser. He's the one who coming because it's only friends were kids. They're the only ones that understand him, man. They're the only ones who believe him anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're the only ones gullible enough to keep listen, hear, listening to him. Um, then mm-hmm. you got Jennifer Connelly as Josie McCallan. You got Frank Wally. He's the main character as Jim Dodge. The guy uh, who gets killed by Sam Jackson in the beginning of Pulp Fiction. I know. That's like his last real thing. Um, He's been in other things. But yeah, yeah. But that's like. That he didn't quite take off. He had a yeah. thing in the 80s. He had a bit of a. But he just didn't adapt to the 90s it feels like. Um, oh well. Then you have Dermot Dermot Mulroney Mulroney as Nestor Pyle, one of the petty criminals, murders. And then you have and Kieran. What the fuck are you saying? Kieran Malone. Are they brothers? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. As Gil Ken Kinney. Dermot Mulroney is murder. probably what? I mean, in the movie, he's a murderer. Uh, you've probably seen Dermot Mulroney in things. Yes, yes, I have. I've definitely I've seen both of them in things, but more Dermot. And there's like a there's an old like meme that uh, people used to mix him up with uh, the other actor Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney, Dylan McDermott. Jeez, so they, they're, they're very yeah. The names are very similar. And then you have John M. Jackson as Bud Dodge. He's Jim Dodge's dad. He ends the whole, he spends the whole movie eating, just like an enormous amount of food out of an anxiety because he's like, did I do oh, yeah, anything about my yeah. son? He's feeling bad about his son and everything. Something. Then you have Jenny O'Hara. You've seen her in various things. She's always the mom. Dodie is Dottie D- Dodge. Then you have Noble Wil- Wilming- Wilmingham, Roger Mo- Roy, who's playing Roger Roy McKellen. He's the rich guy. He's the dad. He's a real piece of shit. He, like, yeah. beats his daughter. There's a lot of, like, really, like, kind of off-putting stuff in Well, it makes movie. You, the characters a little more real. You, you always complain that, like, oh, well, what's their hardship? They had, like, too much bubble gum when they were eight? Like... But they have some real hardship. You're always like, well, but then this movie, well, rom coms getting bubblegum. Well, yeah, it's still a rom com. Like, it's not a drama. Yeah, I know. People can have past, and people can be real people in rom coms. I think that's what you need to realize, and you don't realize. You think all yes. rom coms need to be pure. You you lash onto the comedy part. We're like, ooh, basketball isn't serious. Well, of course, it's fucking a comedy. A pure comedy doesn't have to be any serious at all. But a rom-com no. still has to be a little serious because you have to care about the characters if you want them but to get together. those are always the weakest elements because it always feels like an afterthought. In your opinion. opinion. And I don't think that is. I think when they make the character, like, we got to make this character what, how, they're like, we need to do the, the classic rich girl who has a tragic past. Like, what, what happened to her? She gets beaten by her dad. And then we see it, and it's it's uh, dreadful. I feel like this is just a script that John Hughes like wrote in like a week. You could say that, you but you, you you could be like that's Trump what he was say, known for. You could be like Trump and say baseless things with no. That's what facts. he was known for for churning out screenplays really quickly. Well, good because he, that's why he's known as a legend. He wrote some really good movies. He, not all of his movies were really good, though. I feel like this is one of them. Baby's Day Out. Hey, everyone, he wrote uh, that. I want you to everyone to remember we watched The Rocketeer last week. Okay, I didn't say that was a masterpiece. I gave it a seven. Zero to two. Um. All right. Before I shove this mic in Lee's penis, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the rest of the characters don't matter. They're just like little one of off. Oh, you gotta mention the big cameo in the movie though. Oh, yeah, John. uh, John He's not even a fucking. (laughs) He's not even uh, one of the cast. Yeah, John Candy. He's probably just doing it as a favor. Yeah, he's friends with John Hughes. He's in John Hughes, like every John Hughes movie. Mm -hmm. Um, John Hughes also did Uncle Buck. He's literally not even. This is our third John Hughes movie, actually. Because I obviously love John Hughes. You've done two. I did one. What was the one he he did? Because he also did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. It's the same vein. One of the few movies I liked. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uncle Buck and this, or, or Uncle Buck and uh, 
Plants, trains, and automobiles are much better than this. I'll, I'll agree with that too because John Candy is like more is the leads in those movies, and John Candy is just John a great Candy person. But doesn't even really get anything funny to do in this. Well, he's just the, he's just the manager just for weird. a second. <laughs> It's, just it's like, still a funny scene. I feel like they put him in the trailer. It's just a scene to ha- put in the trailer. Like none of your movies. Hey, hey, none Candy. of these movies have any cameos. All right, all right. I can't wait to point them out yeah, as they show cameos that are yeah. supposed to be surprises. Well, you weren't didn't expect it, did you? Well, I didn't watch the trailer. Man, I'm gonna put a neat bullet in your kneecap. Everyone, I'm gonna get Lee evicted. Um, I have that power. Well, fuck Lee. Sorry, so I'm sorry. Rocketeer goes down. Whatever I rated it, put down two points from last week. Out of spite. Yup. Pettiness. You're you're like Max. Oh, the streaming service. fucking greedy. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're getting a little off topic because of Lee's hate fest. Um, oh, but yes, this. Uh, oh God, I don't know where I was because fucking Lee. Um, yeah, the main character, and he's just listless. He gets fired from his pet job because he does something wrong. He just gets fired all the time because he lies, doesn't work hard. So then he gets a job at a t- uh, Target. And the scene we were mentioning, he gets hired by John Candy, but John Candy mistakes him for someone who was applying for a much uh, higher position job. Like he was like $45,000 a year at Target. In 1991, which would probably equate to like 80, 90K nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and like, that. there's like, he mistakes him for it. And then, it, and it's funny when like, he actually reveals what he can, because at first he's like, you get 45K plus a travel expense and all the pension and 401K, all these good things. And he's like, oh, and he's like, what the heck? This is what a night generator gets? This is awesome. Um, but then when he finds out, like, oh, he's not really getting that job, he's like, what do I, what do I get? And he's like, I can give you four twenty-five an hour, and four you get a half an hour lunch. That's and so it's horrible. Like, I know, nineteen ninety-one. That's what the minimum wage was, and guess what? It's only been three bucks more now. It's the minimum wage is like seven dollars. Isn't that crazy? That's horrific. If I kept up with like cost of living, minimum wage should be like eighteen bucks right now. Whatever. Uh, this Seriously. ain't a political podcast. This is a stupid movie podcast. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we, uh, and then it keeps cutting to, uh, then it, we, he shows up for his first shift. You got the crazy guy who's supposed to teach him the job. Who's was the night janitor before that. And it's like, obviously this is why you're the night janitor. You can't be with people. Um, he's just that crazy guy. Who's just like, like, I'll chop off your toes. If you do anything wrong. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. William Forsyth. Um, uh, he and then he like leaves him and he's like I'm gonna be by myself, uh, and he like immediately just starts like fucking around and eating all the food that she was, which is what I would do too. There's no way I wouldn't just fucking snack <laughs> like <laughs> all fucking steal day. some snacks. Yeah. Fuck that, especially in '91 when there's no cameras. Even if there's cameras, they're not looking at the night janitor unless like TVs start going missing and stuff. They're not looking like, oh, we lost a Snickers bar. <laughs> like, we lost the Snickers bar. And, and, like they're not gonna give a fuck. And I don't think they even lost have night. Skittles. Yeah, I don't think they even have night janitors anymore for that kind of stuff. Um, for Target, yeah. For stores in general, like I just it's like a position. I feel like you would eliminate because they're like, oh, we don't spend that money anymore. Just <laughs> have a cl- clean, uh, have them clean the store before they open. Yeah, and then make it so the rest of the job's harder. Um, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And we we ju- we cut to Jennifer Connelly's character, who's like shot walking around Target. She's just like before they close, like shot. She's w- thinking about shoplifting. Well, she's stuffing her stuff, but she hasn't left. She's stuffed right. like her. She has a bunch of stuff on her. Like she's putting like skirts underneath her. Like she's putting like pants underneath her skirt and shit. All this good shit. But then like she goes into the ladies' room to like contemplate stealing it. Falls asleep. Like we said in the, like the, the summary. And mm-hmm. um and then like John Candy's or not John Candy. <laughs> um, what the fuck's his name? The main character. Yeah. Uh, Jim. Frank, Jim, uh, Frank Whaley is like, just, he's, he does, he basically finishes all the work in like 30 minutes 
and he's like, oh my god, this is an eight hour long shift. <laughs> so he's so like, basically just sit there. And he's locked in. So he can't even get out if he wanted to, which I think is like illegal. You can't do that. Because of fires and stuff. That's literally like, yeah, literally illegal. Um, maybe it was, it was back 91. Then. So who knows? Maybe some people had to die in a fire before it became illegal. Um, yep. Capitalism. Um, so like he's riding around like on roller skates, like in underwear and a bra and like just fucking around, like going insane. Like this is what anyone would do. Um, yeah. And he runs, rides by, and he sees Jennifer Connelly just staring at him. He's like, what the fuck? Like, one, there's, like, no one supposed to be in here with me. And then, two, it's a beautiful woman, and it's his high school crush. And he just immediately just, like, stares at her and just, boom, takes out a whole display. Um, she runs over, like, are you okay? He's like, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like... <laughs> Um, they like he's like, why are you here? And like he starts like, he's a real talker. Uh, his character, he just <laughs> show that. Yeah, he talks and he talks and he talks, and like he invites her to dinner. In <laughs> the Target, he's like walking around, like just taking stuff off the shelves. Um, it's uh, this is a rom com, ladies and gentlemen. Like they they bond, they have fun, and then the- they fuck. Yeah, and, and then, then the, the petty criminals come in and hold them hostage. They hold them hostage, and they make, and then she starts like seducing them to trick them to get a to get a. Uh, yeah, there's the that scene where she gets. It's on the, the iconic scene from this movie. It's like the most famous scene from this movie, and it's like a scene that's famous. Like I've seen it on a bunch. Uh, it's like one Jennifer one one of Jennifer Connelly's most famous scenes because of sexism. Um, like they have her writing. <laughs> Mary, like one of those little mechanic horse beat. mechanical horses, which they don't even have anymore. I don't think in front so. of places anymore, which is crazy. Um, makes me feel old. It's <laughs> where you would put a quarter for the younger folks. You'd put a quarter in a little thing, and it'd be a little fake horse, and you ride it. And she sometimes it would be like a rocket ship or something. Yeah, yeah. But in this one, it's a little horse, and she's just riding it, and they're just staring at her because they're just you know because yeah f- physics. Um, and she's, for my anime uh, fans, Jiggle Physics. She's beautiful. Um, she's successful in tricking the criminals into like thinking that she wants to escape with them. And like, they got to go rob her dad. Who's super rich. She ends up stealing their car. They end up, they, they come back in, they have a shootout. With uh, Jim's character because he finds like the shotgun. Yes, yeah, like I can't believe this. That is the night ending, guy keeps this is ending in like a fucking shootout. I know this is chaos. Uh, the police come. He, no, no. Jim's character like is able to like successfully like get it, like um, knock him out, win the shooting battle. He ties him up for the police, but then he like leaves his work, and like. Uh, he gets picked up by uh, uh, Jennifer Connelly's character, who he thought like left him too. Mm-hmm. So he's all sad, and he's able to. They, she steals a bunch of money from her dad, like fifty grand. <laughs> and then they just go off and ride off. And into he get the they night. rent a limo, and he like gets like in the uh, he goes in front of the those high school or the middle school boys, and he yeah. like shows oh, them like, look, God. I'm not a liar. I got my hot lady, and then they move out to California, and you know, like happy ending. They live their life. Well, who knows what happens after that? Because, you know, living in California ain't easy. No, especially back then, probably. Or even now. Definitely not now. She's like, it's always it's never more, easy. Probably more expensive than it was back then. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, it's, yeah, of course, but like, even way more. Um. So yeah. Base, um, I it's it hits all the buttons for me. It's a raw. It's like formulaically the best. It, it's exactly it's a what a rom com should be. Formulaic romantic comedy. I'm not gonna say this is my favorite movie. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite '90s or slash '80s movie, '80 field movie. Um, uh, but this was one of the movies that I watched in that period of time where I watched tons of movies from the ages of like. 16 to like 20 21 inch i watched the bulk of my movies because i I just basically typed in romance movies went to wikipedia and went down the list 
This went down the list. And I watched and I watched them all illegally. Let's let's watch movies.com before it got shut down 15 times 15 <laughs> times. Killed many computers. Um <laughs> that's what you get for trying to steal. We're not trying, I'm stealing. Awesome. Um steal. Everyone steal. Um don't steal. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. That's bad. Um we don't condone it. Never. Um Wink, wink. Well, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I loved it from the get. I mean, I love Jennifer Connelly. I like, I like. She, she is, uh, she's gorgeous. She's really good in this movie. Too. I really like her in this movie. She's she's better than she is in the Rocketeer because Rocketeer is like a Disney movie. She's got to be like the damsel in distress. Um, and then this one, she's just like a kind of like a you. She really feels like a lost rich girl. This probably gives her more of a chance to kind of like. St- Rich, be an adult. Her uh, acting muscle. She gets to be the star. Yeah, and it, it's basically. a little more realistic than a, a Disney movie. Because when you're a Disney movie, oh, yeah. you have to act in a Disney movie. You have to act there's in these more parameters. Swearing, there's more violence, sex. Yeah, it's uh, got it all, folks. Yeah, PG-13 rapper, right? Um, it's not really much to say about. The because film. it's it's I mean I just I wanted to show Lee because of the fluff. the Jennifer Connelly got uh like triggered me to like this memory but I also thought Lee I knew Lee wasn't gonna love this movie but I whenever it's like an eighties or ninety ish movie I always have like this feeling like oh Lee's gonna like it just because of that a decade um no at least parts of it but clearly not because it, Lee's a loser. takes a little bit more. Yes, I just, I, I, just, I want to put all speak. cinephiles. No, you won't. I want to put all cinephiles. Don't tease me. All cinephiles <laughs> on an island with no internet and no movies and be like, good riddance. Because I feel like if you are, uh, we sh- the way we find them is we go to Rotten Tomatoes. And the critics, those are the people that, f- they're the first to go. The first they go when it, like when society starts crumbling and we got to start picking off groups first to go critics like they absolutely don't need them in society cinephiles next out of here movies are movies <laughs> there's no more deeper meaning they're movies um okay I'm just joking I like to trigger him because he's triggering me I'm not even trying to like anger you I'm just it's my opinion man you're Opinion is a liberal cock. Um, Lee doesn't like this because it's sexist, and he's just like, I no, think women should have more opportunities. None of my problems with this movie have any <laughs> anything to do with politics. I know, I know. We'll find out what Lee's problems are in just a bit. Uh, but let's jump into some of these trivia's. Uh, according to Spy, a of trivia bits. There Sorry. are. There was none for Rocketeer. Uh, according to Spy Magazine, John Hughes was unhappy at how this film turned out. Asked Universal to remove his name from it. They refused. <laughs> That's pretty funny. See, like I said, I feel like he, he is. Like he just whipped it up in a weekend. I think like this was like two different movies, but um, I just don't know who would. I don't know. I like it. Fuck John Hughes, isn't he dead? Yes, um, he's dead. When Josie is looking through the cassette tapes, God, all the times. One of the visible titles is the soundtrack for The Breakfast Club, also written by Josie. Have you seen The Breakfast Club? Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. I thought you'd hate it because you hate good things. Uh, I'm kidding. Of course, yeah. Dermot Mulroy and Kieran Mulroy, who play the Wanna Criminals. Oh, okay. They're brothers in real life. Obviously, they have the same last name. The German title, Kevin's Cousin. Alien, I'm Supermarket, is a reference to Home Alone. Oh, and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, which were all written and produced by John Hughes. Jesus Christ, he did really write everything. Everything is set in Chicago. Lost in New York? Well, the family is from Chicago. I'm saying the first one is set in Chicago. A lot of things are set in Chicago. I wonder why. Because it's a major city. It's like the biggest city. city in the Midwest. Yeah. It's the only one that's like notable. Even though I feel like this this movie also takes place in Chicago, but I feel like this movie was not shot in Chicago. It was shot in a Target. I think it was definitely shot in California because as far as I know, uh, 
There's one thing. It looked very California town. It looked like a Midwestern town. They have ways of disguising things. Halloween wasn't shot in Illinois, and that's supposed to take place in Illinois. Yeah, that just looks like a fake suburb. You this, can see this, palm trees in the background. Yeah, and this one, it looked like the whole town looks like a town from the Midwest, like a depressed town from the Midwest. Well, and the whole movie's filmed in a Target. As far as I know, there's no Del Tacos in the Midwest. Was there a Del Taco? In the- yeah, he worked at Del Taco. Remember. One of his jobs, because he's had a bunch, he's worked at a bunch of places and gotten fired. He had a Del Taco hat. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. Oh well, hey, Mister, like well, he doesn't. <laughs> I do remember some things. It's not gonna be in the Wikipedia. I know that, Lee. Let's see where where was it shot? How do you? I wish you could. Yeah, I wish we could find out where it was actually. Shot. Oh my God! The trailer I used to advertise, advertise the film had Connolly riding a the horse. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not very well received, but I get that. Where was it? Let's see. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, like outside of Atlanta. So it's still filmed like that makes sense. A lot of things are filmed in Georgia too. Cheap. Yep. Cheap, 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 cheap. Not cheap. But it wasn't shot in California. So you were wrong. I mean, it wasn't shot in Illinois though. So you were wrong. Was it based in? Did they say they were from Chicago? Yes, it was supposed to be in Chicago. I know there were there there were references. No, I think you're lying. Because John Hughes is, you know, he's from Chicago, so that's what he knows. Uncle Buck is a very Chicago movie. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, the limo that Jim takes to work at the end of the film was actually a limo from the local funeral home with a detachable logo that says Monroe Funeral mm-hmm. Home. <laughs> this movie uh, feels like we're watching a funeral procession. Boom, right in the forehead. <laughs> Bypass the theatrical release altogether in many countries to beating on VHS rental instead. Yeah, that makes sense. That that same year, Frank Whaley and John Candy also appeared in JFK uh, 1991, yep. but they didn't share scenes in that movie. I've seen JFK. I've never seen JFK. Uh, it's uh, it's conspiracy theory nonsense. It's a well-made movie and really it's well It's John Candy in a serious movie. Yeah, he's not, he's not in it for very long, but like he plays like this kind of scumbag like private detective guy. Yeah, uh, fits his role, fits him. He's really sweaty. Here's some goofs. Uh, while walking at gunpoint between the electronics department and the snack bar, Josie finds time to put on a bra. Oh. That's a creepy goof. Jim and Josie find time to remove their roller skates and put their shoes back on on before hiding in the dressing room. Yeah. At 29.14, when Jim is playing drums, he is popping his head up up in different aisles. At this time, a white puffy something appears on one of the shelves while he is smelling a jar or something. What? They were just just reaching for shit. When Jim is talking to the three young kids on on the park bench, the bikes on the ground are two black and gold bikes and a Haro bike, sport, and a Haro sport. All have straight bar cross tubes on handbars. When they are talking while Jim is in the limo going to his first day at work, there is only one black and one and gold bike, one blue and chrome. Viva. These are just redacted. Revealing mistakes. After Jim counts the fifty-two thousand, he goes to smell the money, which reveals the bottom bills are one-dollar bills, not hundreds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. What? I forgot this. Jim is shown reloading a double-barrel shotgun, which holds two shells. Later, he fires at least sixteen shots without reloading. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> it's like an automatic shotgun what the oh, I love automatic shotguns those are the coolest things. you just clear out whole hallways it's yeah bump stock mm-hmm. which are illegal aren't they 
Uh, I think so. I don't know. Trumpy well, made them illegal, I think. Good. Um, <laughs> all right, here's some quotes. Would you go somewhere with me? Where? Florida, Wyoming, Spain. It doesn't really matter. Just somewhere. Just away somewhere. I'd love to. I just can't afford to be capricious and carefree like yourself. I, 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 I got to set my sights on something and then really go for it. Like janitor. It's a beginning. I, I'm looking at. It's an end. Dun, 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 dun. It is. Really. If you're the night janitor. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not a like worthy job. Like it's a job is a job, but like please. Janitors nowadays get paid. Well, yeah, well. because they're fucking. Yeah. No one wants to do their job. It's a dirty ass job. Dirty jobs. Cleaning up poop. Custodian, are you a slacker? Jim Dodge, no, Presbyterian actually. What did you say? What did you say? Now I'm asking you a simple uh, question. Yeah. Are you lazy? And you're happy, you know. You're happy. I'm not happy. I'm working nights. Everybody thinks I'm a liar. My whole family's laughing at me. Reverend Harwell gave me the finger last week. (laughs) There are moments in this movie where he's just like, he like all the weight, like all the weight, like crawl, like comes on his shoulders. It's like a less cool version of Ferris Bueller. Gunshot to the forehead. Also a John Hughes movie. Ridiculous. He wrote too many movies. He wrote a lot. Like I said, he. Turned out movies in like a weekend. This is one of them. <laughs> Jim to his dad. I'm getting a feeling that you want me out of your life. I don't want you out of my life. I want you out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was a funny line, actually. It's a yeah. good John Hughes. I love my mother. Oh, no. You know, if my foot could talk easy, it would say... May I please go up this geek's ass? Those are the two petty criminals. This yeah, they both talk like surfer dudes. Yeah, they do, and they're just really dumb. This is a <laughs> real good... horrible murderers. This is a good quote. Josie, big store. Jim Dodge, huge. <laughs> That's a quote to pick. There's a surprising one. Oh, this one, this one always hit me hard because I am such a grade A dork loser, like who always is like develops the crush on girls. And this, he said this himself, Jim Dodge to himself. She's so beautiful, and I'm the town liar. This was a moment where he was like in the back. They had had kind of a little fight because she said like she kind of put him down a little bit, and he just kind of he got upset and he walked away. Um, and he was just like doing his job. Uh, and she was self-scolding herself. She's like, oh, why? I can't, I shouldn't say the first thing coming to my head. And she tried to apologize and all this stuff. They make up and they end up fucking. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think he's fine, but. <laughs> he sure is. He's like, God, him with her. Like, this was totally during that era, too, where, like, the nerdy, dorky guy gets the just absolute babe. And it's like, <laughs> no, you don't unless you have a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> or you're like have the potential to be like make a lot of money yeah because you're like is, got a skill like you're a comedian that's working out this is definitely actor. a fantasy yeah the target janitor like i mean i uh, well, it's 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 why i love this movie i can it's listen escapism. to this it's the it's the definition of escapism all right that's enough quotes and i think it's time for some questions oh. What questions? We have questions for me, Lee. Me? Questions for Lee. Questions for Lee. Do you have career opportunities for Lee? No, but I have questions. Oh. <laughs> All right, Lee. Have you ever heard of this movie before? I told you about it. No. Really? Not at all. But you've seen most of John Hughes' movies. I've seen a lot of them, and, you know, he's But, I mean, it makes sense. A, this movie was a huge flop. Yeah. And critically not claimed. But I'm surprised you haven't heard it. I mean, had you seen that merry-go-round scene before? Cause no. I feel like that's on some lists we've seen. No. Or, like, watch Mojo's, like, top sexiest scenes or some bullshit. If we did, And like, we used to watch, I, watch Mojo, like, a lot. If we did, it didn't really stick in my mind for some reason. I mean, now that I've watched it, yeah, it's pretty burned into my brain. It's like the central image of the movie. 
it's the it's literally the they image they use to advertise it. Because they're like, this movie's not good. But I, I don't <laughs> agree. <laughs> fucking dumbass 90s people. It's not good. Fuck you. Hey, well, guess what? Has it gotten any sort of reappraisal? Is people talking about it now? Do people talk about no. playing trains and albums? No. Yeah, kids, dude. Kids, kids do not give a fuck. Fuck kids. Through the future, people our age. People our age barely talk about that shit. Well, they still come out with like 30th anniversary releases, 35th That's for anniversary. your brother's age. Gen Xers. Older millennials. It's not. I don't think any of our friend group has seen that movie. Okay. Or Uncle Buck. Everyone's seen Home Alone. Yes. I'm not saying like none of his movies are. And Home Alone 2? Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are classics. Those, I feel like, those are his two biggest movies. Well, obviously, yeah. Home Alone, especially. Well, I like Home Alone 2, too. But I've seen Home Alone 3, which I know is not by him anymore. And then Home Alone. It actually is. Really? Yeah. It's really bad. That was like his (laughs) last. Like major screenplay, I think. Because that was when they tried to like do the modern Home Alone. Oh yeah, it was, still, it was still like released in theaters. It was when Home Alone was still released in theaters. It, that one got a theatrical release. It had somewhat like a- actors in it, but it was basically yeah. the same thing. But like it had like new like now it's an RC car and like he's he's sick at home alone while his parents work because it's the modern two thousands and parents are bringing work to dad. <laughs> The economy's about to collapse. We don't know yet. Ha ha, 9-11. Maybe that's pre-9-11, I think. It's pretty like shortly after. I'm pretty sure it's... I think it's like 2003. If it was, wow. I've never seen it. But then I've seen the fourth one, and that's the one that goes... The first one that went straight to DVD. That one was a a different kid from the third one. And it was... Fourth one? It was was in a mansion, and like these people are trying to rob the mansion. You see that one? I haven't seen it, but I've seen clips of it. It has the guy from the sh- uh, show that I really liked called Third Rock from the Sun playing the Joe Pesci part. Yeah. He's Marv. No, wait. Marv is the, the idiot guy. Never mind. They don't have those characters in that movie. They're I new think they are supposed to be. No, 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 no. Well, you haven't seen the movie. So <laughs> no, they're not. But they're, they fit those roles. Right, right. They're just like they're just they're like characters the too. Those characters, yeah. Um, and then I think there's been a more recent one, but Has I haven't seen that been? one. And mm. I'm really surprised there hasn't been like a remake, or a reboot. like theatrical. Well, I don't think Macaulay Culkin. Well, no, I don't do mean I, he's not going to be in it. It'd be kind of cool to see him as the dad. He's old enough to do that now. He, he's the neglectful father now. The cameo, he could, that'd be kind of a cool cameo. He's the dad because the dad's not in the movie a whole lot. True. You can shoot all his scenes in like a day. But he's he's there though. He he's more. The mom's more. He's more prominent it. in the second one. Yeah, it's the whole family is because they get they get stuck. Yeah, they have a horrible vacation. Yeah, I always remember that part. And the first one, the mom is more prevalent. Yes, so there's the whole thing at mom. the end where he like he hugs her. The John Williams music, <laughs> which is always funny that Hubble Two happens. Like, how do you lose your kid twice? <laughs> like, you're, how are you not super like paranoid anal about that? Why? I lose my. I lost my wallet once. I've yet. never lost my wallet again. Why have not child services been called yet? Uh-huh. Because they're rich. Because <laughs> like that house they own. That's true. He's yeah. like a like the dad has to work There's for like a, lot a of space in that house for him to. This was before the mid- yeah, This was like when the Midwest was like still like a functioning place of America and hasn't become super depressed and sad like it is nowadays. Yeah. And dying. Yeah. I, I saw a TikTok recently to go on a little tangent of like it was like hashtag small town Iowa. Ugh. Let me just tell you, small towns ain't doing good. It was like a bar and it was like. Probably like the pretty girl of town, and she was just doing a goofy dance, and like, and then all of a sudden, this one guy just like comes in a frame, and he's just like, he looks like his parents are his cousins and uncles at the same time. Like he just he doesn't. And another one just comes in, and he's just like, and he's just like, God, small town America is ugly. First of all. (laughs) 
It makes sense because all the hot people left for New York and California and Texas and Florida. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're the laziest of our ancestors because they got to the Midwest. They're like, we're good here. <laughs> we're good here. You're not going to go all the way And they're the people that left for the gold rush and they're like, fuck, you know what? Let's just be farmers. <laughs> There's a lot of land out here. And in about 60 years, this, my family farm will be wiped out by the Dust Bowl, but it's fine. Uh <laughs> Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's when corporate farming begins. My family. Um, oh, yeah, I was in questions for Lee time. Yeah, we uh, were super tangent. <laughs> it was a good question. Um, well, Lee, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you something difficult. Well, I guess it's not going to be difficult. Maybe the other one will be more difficult. Mm-hmm. Say something good about the movie. What's your What's your favorite part thing? Okay. Moment. All right. Actor. All right. Bart. Well, favorite actor, unsurprisingly, is Jennifer Connelly. She's... I think she definitely uh, steals this movie. Do you think... Oh, God, yes. Do you think... Yeah. What, what role do you like? I know you like the Rocketeer more, but where do you think she's better in? Rocketeer or this one? I mean, honestly, objectively, it's probably this one because she a lot of people is a little more the real. star. That movie, she's more of just kind of like... I mean, she has a lot to do in that movie. She's a leading actress in that one still. But she's... I feel like she, like, by the end of it... She's like, just she's the Rocketeer's just girlfriend. Re- relegated to like, all right, well, get back to the kitchen, honey. Yeah, basically. Like, give up on your dream of being an actress because that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly. You're but in this one, she's a lot more like she's the one who gets them out of like the like she gets yeah, herself out of the situation. She's a much stronger character, uh, and she it's has, a little like you said, it's a little more of an adult movie. So she just has a lot of like charisma. Yeah, really, I love Jennifer Connelly. I love her in all the movies. I loved her in The Maverick recently. Top Gun. Yeah. Top Gun. Oh. And then uh, awesome movie. Go the other uh, actor who was probably my favorite thing about this movie mostly just like three actors because the movie like it's not filmed particularly it's not filmed badly or anything but there's no it's very standard yeah uh the screenplay is not really the crew knew what they were doing they just like let's let's get this movie out let's just rush let's get it over with uh i really like dermot mulrooney I thought he was really funny. It's just funny seeing him so young. I know. Uh, in such a goofy role. I know. He's like the weird. But he's still somewhat menacing. Yeah, because he's like sadistic. Yeah. Like you could tell he's like dumb, but like he'll shoot you in the face and not give a fuck. Exactly, which is a very bad combination. Yeah, dumb and, and dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen a lot. Well,. Some serial killers are like that. They are, but they think they're smart. Yeah. I'm not saying he thought he was dumb, but like he still talked no, dumb. Nobody is like dumb a serial killer. A serial dumb. killer will put on a fake smartness. They'll use the big words. They'll like talk like they're in, narcissistic. Like, uh, yes, like he was just dumb. He's just dummy. Who, but like, also sadistic murderer. He's like, I was shooting a guy if he doesn't give me the thing, he give me the money. Yeah. Way of thinking, but yeah, I really I, I liked him. I guess his brother was good too. And then I really liked the, I guess the lead janitor. Oh, you did, William Forsythe. He was funny. He always plays a good crazy guy. Yeah. He, you probably would remember him from the first uh, Deuce Bigelow film. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Oh, it's been so long. Since Rob Schneider. He's the the cop. I don't remember that movie at all. I'm sp- Mr. <laughs> you didn't show me Deuce Bigelow. Or recently. You say that about movies that you yeah. literally watched the week. I make fun of you because you say that and it's like a movie we watched like a day ago. All kind of, but like, because you say it in a way like I'm bragging or trying to put down your thing. But really, I got a tumor. Short term memory, not good. <laughs> Uh, I just spoke way too much weed. <laughs> but no, like I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. 
And I watched it like once I, or twice. I mean, I, I haven't love, seen it in a long I time I like either. Rob Schneider, and I like Deuce Bigelow, but it, Deuce Bigelow also wasn't my favorite movie. Have you movies. seen the second one? No. Because I was like, there shouldn't be a second one. European Gigolo. I think I was watching it once, and then like when it starts with his wife just dying... She has eaten by sharks. I was just immediately like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Even as a little kid, I was like, no, fuck the you. It's so bad. It's so dumb. But I mean, I'm a Rob Schneider fan. I like Deuce Bigelow. I liked uh, Animal. The Animal. The yeah. Animal. You remember I that? I saw that in theaters. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> but I love dumb comedies. So stupid. I love my bread and butter. <laughs> The reverse racism thing. But Rob Schneider doesn't get called out for that at all. Like no, he was the, the joke in that movie with the black guy, remember? Yes. But uh, but Rob Schneider always plays like ethnic characters, and he never gets in trouble for it. Well, he doesn't do it anymore, but like he did for a long while. I and mean, he plays Hawaiian in 51st Dates. And I've seen a lot Very, of Hawaiian yeah. TikTokers being like, there's only one white man that can play us. <laughs> really? <laughs> Rob Schneider? Come on. Because he does the. He plays an Asian guy in. Uh, in a lot of things. Uh, or he plays like a Middle Eastern guy from. Uh, in uh, Big, Big Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Persian, I think. And he has like some weird accent in The Waterboy where he goes, You can do it! Yeah, he's, I think he's just retarded. <laughs> <laughs> like inbred. <laughs> Yeah, because it's supposed to be like in the bayous of like Louisiana or something, right? But I, oh god, man, I love it. Like Mr. Deeds, how like there, there's John. John Bo- Was he in that movie? No, but um, God, the guy who's crazy eyes in Steve that movie. Buscemi. Yeah, he's such a serious actor, but he's he just plays that that role. Like, that role is the role that, that I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to that squirrel. When I think when when you go when you mention that uh, his name Steve Bu- Buscemi, yes, that's the role I think of. Okay. Not because of you, I also think of that terrible movie Reservoir Dogs, uh, Reservoir Dogs where he's like the only good part in it. Um, he's in Pulp Fiction. He also too. has that horrible take on tips. <laughs> um, Which is Tarantino's real take on tips, apparently. Yeah, Tarantino's autistic. Um, know, that's something like an autistic. Been like you no know, tipping to them. And then also like fuck you, Tarantino. If you don't tip, you're a millionaire. You should. I bet he tips because he feels obligated. Maybe at but he this doesn't point like to now, it. yeah. He, maybe then when you're a struggling actor, like film person, but even then, when you're working at a that's video you store, looks, you look like you got hit with a ten bag pound of ugly. Um, he married a model. Well, of course, he's rich. She wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole if he wasn't. True. He looks like a troglodyte. I didn't say these things. The only good thing on him is his braid. Um, <laughs> I didn't say these things, Mr. Tarantino. I did. <laughs> Sterling Hammer. Hammer. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram. Um, link in the bio. Um, he doesn't really use like internet or whatever. <laughs> cool. That seventy year old man doesn't use the internet. Cool. I can't wait till he makes his last movie and then dies and everyone forgets him because Gen Z doesn't watch his movies. Um, you know they don't. Because um, they're racist. Um, no, they just don't watch movies anymore. Shut up. They do too. Um, they watch The Little Mermaid. No, they, no one watched that. Um, all right, Lee. Well, what's Sorry. your biggest complaint? I just I feel like yeah this movie just felt like half-assed a little bit and like John it felt like it was just John Hughes doing a lot of the same things that John he's Hughes done does before it felt like with the stuff where he's like talking to the camera and shit that's very Ferris Bueller's day off I feel like this movie was trying to capture that magic a little bit. And there's no recapturing that magic. It's no. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. It's a classic. Oh, yeah. I think he just made, if I'm going to play Devil's Advocate against my own movie. Devil's Advocate. Um, I feel like, or argue from the other side. Yes. Um, he made the main character a little too much of a loser. He, and he that, was, that was another thing. Because Ferris Bueller was a loser, but he was a cool loser. 
was even really a loser. He like, wasn't good at school and stuff, and he wasn't going to go anywhere. He but would have been a lo- He will be a loser after high school. But he's school. also so charismatic, like, he can talk his way out of anything. So, like, you, you that, get this feeling that Ferris Bueller is going to be successful Matthew just because he can talk. Yeah. Like... Frank Whaley is not Matthew Broderick. No, no, but I just think they shouldn't have just... I feel like he could have had the night janitor job without being a loser. Like, they didn't have to make him, like, the town liar. Yeah. Because that's what kind of put him like, over the top. Everybody, where like, it's one of those things, like, I don't really like this trope a lot. The character that everyone hates... Except for the girl everybody the, just piles on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until the very end, like he does this thing where oh, I guess you're uh, uh. it's like oh fuck you people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ter- you were terrible to him beforehand. I mean that doesn't really happen in this one because he just kind of rides off with the girl. But, at it, the but end. then he finds out like everyone in the town thinks he's a liar. Of course. There's that moment where he real like because she's like yeah everyone knows he's a liar because she even knows it. And we see other like. Other characters, but he didn't know it until parents hate him. Well, they're just sick of him, and I would be too. <laughs> um, I was sick of him just watching this movie. I know I could tell from like almost the get go because he's just talk. He talks a lot. He's, yeah, he's very yeah. He's just obnoxious, and I guess that was the point. But they he just went a little too hard with it. Yeah, I think that's my. If I'm gonna give a little devil advocate, whatever. You're gonna give your own criticism. Yeah, like he did feel a little bit too much of a loser. Like they went a little too hard on that. It's like that Adam Sandler movie that I showed you. Oh yeah, Hubie Doobie Hubie Halloween. That see that has that trope that I hate. Where everyone's like, like there's the whole scene where he's driving through the town and they're throwing things at him and he's dodging it. Violently hates him for some reason. It's so much so where his mom tries to kill like his biggest brother. He tries to murder people. Rightfully so because they're terrible to her. They're all terrible to him. His whole life. That's how bad this whole situation is. The whole town is. It's always the Midwest too. But then we're supposed to look at the mom and go, oh, she's the villain. I mean, yeah, you're just killing, trying to kill people, but... Only defending her son. It's like, it's, it's like this is way more complicated than it needs to be. She's, no. like, killing people because after watching, like, them bully and torture her son for no. decades. For, since he was a child. <laughs> the whole time. Just because he was autistic. That's what those Adam Sandler movies usually, or those kind of movies usually boil down to. It's like, oh, the t- this was before we really knew what autism was, and we just were like, you fucking weirdo. And we like. But that movie came out in like 2020. So. It's Adam Sandler, so you can just be like, ah, oh, that was Adam Sandler. He just played a goofball. And I like that movie. That movie's funny. It's that was, stupid. It's dumb as shit. But that I was one of the worst movies I've ever seen <laughs> in my fucking life. <laughs> the Ridiculous <laughs> Six was better. Ugh. Remember that? I don't even like that. Masterpiece. Even though I still think the Ridiculous Six was better than the Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven was like, this is dog shit boring. Little of me in the theater. You literally, <laughs> that was part of the entertainment for me. <laughs> me just being knocked me the just like watching the movie and then every like couple minutes or so. Like, you're going to wake up eventually, right? Like he's just taking a short little nap. I slept through like half them. <laughs> <laughs> most of it. You missed the whole climax. I was like, I, I was you were like waking up in between because it was loud. So you were like, <laughs> like every like, any time like a super loud moment would happen. Like, oh, oh, who's dead now? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, someone I didn't like or care about. <laughs> I thought that movie was. Fine. That was a fun day because we we did a double feature day. Feature. We watched Deep Horizon. I like Deep Horizon. Horizon. I I still like that movie. And then you like Magnificent Seven, but you didn't fall asleep during my movie. No, you couldn't fall asleep on a bed. But I I just fall asleep everywhere. Takes me hours to fall asleep. I've only fallen asleep in two movies in my entire life at the theater. That movie, and then once I saw Patch Adams in theaters when I was a kid. And it was because I was a kid. I, I, like I liked the movie and I fell asleep towards the end. I don't, I don't like And I only walked out of one movie and that was Hairspray. Because hmm. I was watching with my mom and we were both like, this is awful. <laughs> like when Chandra Volta came on as a big fat woman. Right, she, right. We were both like, my mom was like, do you want to leave? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I sat through the happening. <laughs> the fucking happening. What? 
No. Oh. You want to see a little kid get his head blown off just for knocking on a door? <laughs> That's the happening. <laughs> That's pretty. And doesn't a guy, like, he feeds himself to lions? Yeah, the movie's fucked up, but also stupid as Very shit. dumb. Just, like, people just killing them. The plants are killing them. <laughs> and it's supposedly... Cheese and crackers. It's, it's supposedly tied to After Earth. Oh no! Because <laughs> that's when, like, we had to leave Earth because it was the plants were turning on us. Like, it's like, all right, fuck you, <laughs> Earth two. Shyamalan. Shyamalan on Bing Bong. Go keep ruining Avatar. Um, Nine. That was like twenty years ago at this point. I still have never seen that movie. <laughs> Me neither. I guess I might have that to could one day. Be a BMI movie. It is considered oh, like one of the worst movies of the last decade. Everyone. And I, mean, I, I watched uh, the series, so I now have investment in it. Is the next who's who's the next BMI? You. I'm not gonna say nothing anymore. Um, but Just put that in the Alright, Lee. What would you rate this movie? What wonderful high rating? I'm sure it's a six. Career opportunities. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't like it's not like terrible. It's just terribly mediocre. It's just you know, it's just the definition of like mid, mid, mid. Uh, it's probably just like five. Man, he had a perfect opportunity to give it a four point two five. Um, same way G was paid at Target. Um, all right, well that's what I thought. That's basically what I think. I wasn't gonna think you were gonna anything. Four point twenty five. Um, <laughs> I, I and see. I can't, in good conscience, give this like a ten or a nine. I'm not crazy. <sighs> it's your movie. And rewatching it, I mean, I love Jennifer Connelly. Well, you like. Broke down for a second. She is. She's very good in this movie. Love her. Yeah, you can tell I, why. Like she. I totally became... only love her for her acting skills in this movie. Um, <laughs> strong independent woman. Love. But it. you could tell like why she became like a much bigger star. Yes, yes, yes. Than yes. anybody in the movie. She's a better actress. Like just a better actor in general. And she's super pretty. And, yeah, she yeah, just yeah. had the whole package. Yeah, yeah. John Wheelie was. Uh, Frank Wheelie. Frank Whaley is a little ugly white dude, uh, who's only po- uh, that that the ugly little white dudes yeah, had their the era. Charisma in the, in the 80s. really make this character likable. Because Ferris Bueller is kind of an annoying character too. Yeah. But uh, what's his name? But Matthew also, but he, ha- he already had the girl. That's and the true. friend and all that stuff. The weird friend. And he was the cool kid at school already for being Cameron. Like yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to follow Lee's footsteps last week and give this a seven. Okay. Because okay. it's still like rated decently high for me, but it's not like insane. It's a solid rating. It's a solid rating. Just like I think the Rocketeer is a solid movie. You think this is a solid mm-hmm. movie? Yeah. Lee had to choke that out. All right, Lee. Uh, t- let the ladies and gentlemen know what we'll be watching and talking about next week. All right, boys and germs. Uh, well, we're definitely gonna pivot to something v- 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 vastly different. Uh, we are going to watch the original from 1954, Gojira. Gojira. The Japanese version of Godzilla. Oh, no! It's a Gojira! Oh my god, Sterling's become full racist. <laughs> He's got I don't know what you're talking about. I was speaking Japanese right there. <laughs> well, yeah. We're going to watch the first Godzilla movie. The original, the Japanese the version. uncut Japanese version, which only became available in this country just a few years ago. Probably like... I'd say almost 20 years ago at this point, but still. Jesus Christ, that's a lot more than a few years ago. That's a leap. A few years ago, it was three. <laughs> and he's like, well, actually, probably like 20. <laughs> so in the grand scheme of things, though, we for been a while, though, it's kind of interesting how it was, wasn't available. We only had the American version, which we'll talk about in our next episode.
Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please, as always, rate, review, and share the podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us. Whatever it is you got to do on whatever service you're listening to us on, be it it Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, also letting you know that we can be found on all those services, Podbean, which is what we host our podcast off of, but you can also listen to podcasts on there. Um, but yes, please do all those things. It's, it's the greatest and the best way you can help us out right now. It shows the algorithm. This podcast has some traction, some interaction, and they, they, they need to pump this on that. Traction, interaction, split action. Yeah. Um, also please go follow us on our Instagram. It's not the worst mover podcast. We post weekly content highlights about the movies Stories always going on active. Ten movies. Um, you'll find the link to all our uh, to our episodes in that on that uh, Instagram. So you can always just go right then when you see us post our Monday post, which will be the post where we announce the new episode. You'll go, oh, boom, new episode out. Click that. Click the bio. Bing, bong, boom. Um, while you're there, you hit five stars. Um, also in our, uh, Instagram bio, you'll find my personal Instagram linked. When you go to mine, you'll find my TikTok username, my dog's TikTok username, her Instagram, all those good stuff. I'm a millennial. I do things. Um, but yes, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We hope you have a great week and we can't, we look forward to talking to you next week. Gum gum. Gum gum.